Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Blind Boys Politics. I'm co-host Nicholas Rod, and with me, I have our lovely co-host as well, Chris Baker. Chris, why don't you tell us a bit of the weather across the country? Right now in Los Angeles, today it will be 64 and partly cloudy. Houston, Texas, sunny and 69. Chicago, partly cloudy, 37. And New York City, partly cloudy and 45. All right, so it's cold here. <laughs> it is cold, but it seems like a pretty nice day for this Monday morning all the way across the country. doesn't seem like much rain. No, no, not too much Can't rain. Complain. I mean, especially for it being January now, the start of January, usually temperatures are a bit colder here on the East Coast, but... I like how it's warmer in Houston than it is in Los Angeles. But. Yeah, that took me a bit by surprise as well. But um, Chris, overall, how how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm, you know, just living life. Living life as best you can. It's 2021, Nick. Gotta be living it better than 2020. You know, New Year's resolution is in full effect. What's your New Year's I know resolution? I have one. Well, it's more of like a multi-New Year's resolution. Um, Mm -hmm. It's more of to like make myself a better person. (laughs) Um, You know, like I want to become a better cook, a better baker. Sure. Um, I want to increase my savings from 70% to 90%. Um, I want to have like a just a better mental space and like not be stressed out all the time. Mm -hmm. Just kind of like be a better version of myself yeah i totally get that i'd have to say since we're sharing for me it it'd probably have to be to actually become healthy like honestly i've never been the healthiest in my life and that goes as far as you know food or exercising, although exercising, I loved it for a long time. And then when COVID hit, it kind of got stripped, or at least the way I like <clears> it. <throat> Excuses. <laughs> hey, I'm a weight room person. What can I say? And if I don't have that, well, I become lazy, lazy as hell. But this year, going to try to become better with all that. I hope, I dearly hope. And we'll just have to see what happens from here. But right now, (laughs) I'm not looking forward to um, what's to come. Because on the day of the release of this episode, I'm back at school. Not looking forward to that. (laughs) I don't want to go back. I'm not going to lie. So, hot start to this year. Yeah. Hot start to this year. I think my main objective of the year is since there's many things, but I think this year I want to be more on a routine schedule. Because when you're on a more routine schedule, you're more less stressed. Like, that's a big thing for me. I'm, like, always stressed. Well, you thrive off of having a schedule to begin with. In some aspects. Well, it's like we talked about on the Friday show. I, between the two of us anyway, I'm definitely a lot more go with the flow when it comes to things. 
So schedules don't really matter to me all that much and routines don't matter to me all that much with certain things they do. But with most things, I just do it when I do it. It happens when it happens. And for that very reason, you will never be in charge of our taxes. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, there are certain things that get put above all that. But with you, you kind of thrive a lot more than I do off of whoops off of schedules and off of um off of things like that. So I can see why well, you wanna I I don't know if it was just like a habit I got into or like just something that I learned. If I have like a checklist that's literally written down for every day and every day check it off and I can't go to bed until that stuff is done Mm -hmm. you get a lot more things done than waking up thinking what the hell am I going to do today yeah I mean again I feel like that depends on the person because I feel if I don't I feel like if I put a schedule together I don't know I don't I still don't feel bound by that schedule to do it the way I set it up, I don't know. It's just well, it's, it's hard to say. Speaking of schedules that Nick does not want to keep, I'm putting Nick on a new schedule, <laughs> whether he likes it or not. Yeah, no, I am on a new schedule. Of course, Chris is too, because we have started our own form of written news. Uh, we come out with online articles on a platform called Medium where we will be putting out articles twice a week on whatever topics we choose. Um, Chris will be writing the articles that come out on Tuesdays, and I will be handling the articles that come out on Thursdays as of this time, and we will inform you if that changes. But if you are interested, we will be putting the link to that in the show notes, and hopefully you guys can enjoy some of our content over there. Uh, the first article actually was released last Thursday, but the first news one is tomorrow. And we're going to be uh, recapping 2020, one topic per month, because uh, I don't know about you, Nick, but I forgot about a lot of things. 2020 really was a packed year. So much. And that says something because I reported on the news six months out of the year. Yeah. Um... And then the other six months, I watched the news for probably 12 hours straight. I can't blame you, though, because 2020 was such a packed year. 2020 brought a whole, whole mess of things that no one could have ever expected, even beyond COVID. But So, um, I think the general consensus is that 90% of the time we'll be talking about different topics that do not make it onto the podcast, because believe it or not, there's a lot of news going on, and... um, we don't release podcast episodes five days a week. So, so you'll hear from us five days a week. And nine times out of 10, I would probably guarantee there'll be different topics than what we talk about. Yeah. So, of course, we, we might cover things like in different fields that don't, don't normally get talked about, whether it be in technology, sports, um, if there are certain political stories that come out that don't 
quite make the cut for the podcast uh, you'll be able to read all of that type of stuff over on medium and again hopefully you enjoy the content over there just as much as you do over here all right so let's talk about the here and now the irs has released new guidelines for the 600 hour stimulus um pretty much if you qualify do nothing you don't need to input any information. You don't need to apply. Sign up. Nothing. The IRS already know who you are. They already know how to get it to you. So you don't have to do anything. And just a bit of a clarification in case you don't know. Adult dependents do not qualify. Um, and along with if you're on SSI or SSDI or VA benefit, you and you qualified last time, you do nothing. You qualify this time again, you do nothing. The IRS already knows who you are. Like I said, they will get the check to you or direct deposit or anything. You don't have to do anything. Now, most people will receive their payments through direct deposit. If you don't receive yours through direct deposit by late January, uh, make sure you check the mail. Um, because it could be coming in paper check format. If you received your payment last time through paper check, uh, you may receive it through your debit card. If your bank account has changed, you also might see, you could see either, either through a paper check or your debit card. Uh, If your address has changed, I'd definitely make sure that your post office knows that your address has changed. Make sure they know your forwarding address. If you now in 2020 fall into the low income bracket, you won't, and you won't have to file taxes. You may qualify now. Check the um, filer portal on irs.gov. And if you didn't receive the first stimulus, but you qualified or the second one or both, and you didn't receive it in any of the combinations that was, you can claim it on your 2020 taxes and that also goes for qualifying dependents or if you had a child in 2020 and most of these payments should be distributed by uh, the end of january so definitely look out for that as the month progresses We have some information on the rental assistance. There is two different programs established under the new stimulus. First, the new stimulus package extended the rental moratorium through the end of January. So this means your landlord cannot evict you because you cannot make payments of the rent. Secondly, the stimulus package added $25 billion in rental assistance that will be distributed through the states. That money can be used for things such as rent, uh, rental arrears, utilities and energy, expenses related to housing incurred directly because of COVID-19. And once these programs are set up, uh, you do need to apply for these. You may qualify for these benefits if one or more individuals of the individuals in the households are unemployed on unemployment for at least 90 days or having one or more household members who can demonstrate a risk of experience homelessness or housing 
instability or one or more household members who qualify for unemployment benefits and your household income cannot exceed 80% of the area medium income, priority is given to 50% of the AMI, also known as area medium income first. Uh, Just one important note that we should definitely state here is that if you're behind on rent, with your permission, your landlord can apply for the rental assistance on your behalf and be paid directly from the state. So that means, you know, your landlord applies, he will get the money directly right to him. There is no middleman of the state giving it to you, then you giving it to your landlord. So pretty much it goes state landlord, so there's no middleman. And I'm sure that's what a lot of landlords are going to be opting to probably want. That is it as far as the rental moratorium goes. Um, Next, we are talking about COVID once again. To start out with the topic this time, California has now passed 25,000 deaths due to COVID-19, and they are behind New York and Texas in that front. Uh, One in five people are testing positive in California. At this point, California funeral homes are actually turning families away because of the number of dead at this point. They're being overrun. The second strand originally found in the UK, there was a case confirmed in Florida, and 275,000 people tested positive Saturday. So numbers are definitely still quite high right now, and it's still very unconfirmed on where we'll go from here, especially with the holiday numbers, not, you know, the holiday rush and all that, not completely going into effect just yet. Haven't hit the peak of that. They, you know, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. But since we're on the topic of COVID, we get into the vaccine because they often run side by side one another these days. But pretty crazy little story here is that a pharmacist actually left 500 vaccines out on purpose. Uh, Many people ended up getting vaccinated with this left out vaccine. Uh, It's unclear at this time, at the time of recording, why he did it. And it's unclear at this time also what the result will be of these, you know, damaged, possibly damaged and spoiled uh, vaccines being used on these people. Um, moving into the next topic, Ellen DeGeneres. Um, as I'm sure many of you know, she tested positive on December 10th. And like we already talked about, California is on the rise. So her team released a statement saying that due to COVID-19 surges in Los Angeles County and for the continued safety of our staff and crew, the Ellen DeGeneres show will push production by a week. So like, so her and many other talk shows are pushing back production or some are doing home, some are pushing back production. Um, this is unclear if they're going to lose episodes or if they're going to push back recordings into the fall. 
it's unclear of what they're going to be doing at this time. Well, that is it as far as our main news goes. Um, not a whole lot to cover for this Monday show, but we now get into our closing segments. So first up is rapid news. Um, we start out with a story about a plane crashing in Detroit, which killed three people. The big Georgia runoff election is tomorrow. It's going to determine who has power in Congress, Democrats or Republican, very important race. I'm sure we'll be talking about it Friday. And if you want to know the latest, follow us on Twitter, because Tuesday night we will be tweeting the latest when polls are closing. So just a little plug right there. Nice little early plug, but with rapid news out of the way, Chris, tell us some good news. What do you have for us today? Well, this good news story is the 106-year-old man who got COVID. He celebrated his birthday in the hospital, and he was in the hospital for three months. He was actually released from the hospital last week with no more COVID. He was symptom-free. He tested negative and got to go home and be with his family. That's a really, you know, simple story, generally speaking, but that's an awesome story. 106. Beat COVID. <laughs> that's one tough, that's one tough man. Good job, my guy. <laughs> it's not the no, but, story, but. It's amazing because, I mean, if you think about it, with. You know, we were just talking about the numbers a, f- a few minutes ago. It's scary stuff for sure. And with how many have died, it, it, it's definitely a terrifying situation for a hundred and six for an 106 year old man to find a way to beat this uh, and you know for him to be strong enough to overcome it and go home with his family again. That's a bright little story. Good one. Good one, Chris. I thank you, Nick. And that is the end of this Monday morning news episode. I hope you enjoyed. We'll be back here Wednesday morning with a dumb law, as always. But in between uploads and news articles that we release on Medium, make sure you follow us on all social medias. The links are down in the description below. The link to Nick's Twitter, my Twitter, Blind Boys Politics for the latest breaking news, and the Medium link to our latest articles will be there as well. So make sure you check all that out. But until Wednesday morning, bye guys. Have a good Monday. See you guys.